Dylan, welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro in Halo. And my head thought that that was more efficient, and I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to 2v1, like, just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. A lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello, welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway, and we are back yet again. The final episode before DreamHack Atlanta. And today we've got our DreamHack Atlanta pre-show, but of course, there's other stuff happening in Halo today. It's kind of a busy day for Halo. Honestly, if you're here right now, you probably know what's going on. we got Twitch Rivals happening. we got about 20,000 people concurrently watching uh, Master Chief Collection, which is insane. Just seeing a lot of people watching Halo again is exciting, and seeing all these OGs playing, competing against each other in Twitch Rivals is exciting as well. So we're going to have to talk about that a little bit. We're going to have to talk about our Atlanta, DreamHack Atlanta coming up in just a couple days, and that's the uh, the direction of the show. we got Onset coming on as well. Before we get there, we have our news. Now, typically, I've got Maddie Rums coming on for the news, but unfortunately, Maddie is busy today. He can't make it. He's left me some jot notes here. I'm going to speed read my way through these. I've not read them yet, so bear with me, guys. Uh, but we have our topic one. Of course, you guys know Twitch Rivals is currently happening. Legends of Halo series announced. It's happening now. We've got four current or ex-pro players uh, who are captains, which they've announced. Maddie has written all of these in past tense that I'm, I'm reading out. But here you go. You got the uh, the graphic on screen here. Uh, first series is Halo Reach uh, on PC. We got 4v4 BTP show batches. And of course, your captains, T-squared, Snipedown, Lethal, and Fear itself. Um, since this will be a series, hopefully we'll see a tournament for each MCC title. Very interesting point, Maddie. And I actually heard a hint about that, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I think there's a chance that they might actually have a Rivals tournament through all of the Halo titles, which would be amazing. Uh, we've got the MCC Flight 3 update as well. So just a recent update that came out. We've got uh, extended, so a further extension on the the, the, uh, the flight, which is excellent. You can play till November 18th, I think at least. I, I wonder if they'll go even farther with it. A new patch released. Uh, there were a number of issues with the game that they're currently looking into. So input delay, server issues, getting stuck in menus, miscellaneous crashes, all this stuff. They're they're listening. They're looking into it, trying to fix it. Of course, input delay, especially on mouse and keyboard, that's a big one. I know a lot of people are talking about that. Uh, we'll work on implementing push to talk, a big feature people are requesting, requesting, and then removing chat filtering because I know the the chat has been like over filtered or something is what people are saying. So they're going to remove that for now and find the best kind of sweet spot for it. All these details are on halowaypoint.com. There's an article. Maddie Rums has it on doobcombo.com. You can also see it on the HCS Twitter and it'll link you to uh, all of this information in detail. Our third topic here, DreamHack Atlanta schedule. We should have a graphic for this coming right up. We've got our schedule for DreamHack Atlanta here. Doors open at 10 a.m. on Friday and November 15th. Uh, Halo 5 2v2 signups will take place on site from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, on Saturday, the 16th. And the graphic shows uh, 2v2 Grand Finals will be taking place before the H3 4v4 Grand Finals. So we'll have our Losers Finals. We'll have the Grand Finals of Halo 5. Unfortunately, that's all we're going to get of Halo 5 is just the Grand Finals coming up right before we get our Grand Finals of Halo 3. But overall, tons of Halo action to enjoy all three of those days. So uh, hopefully you guys are there for the action. I will be there. Onset will be there as well. Should be pretty exciting. Uh, we've also got our DreamHack Atlanta seating and pools, and I'll try to run through this quick. Our top five seeds for the event, we've got Tox Gaming, Lux Gaming, Team Mantra, Simplicity, Esports, and Infinite. Pool A is Tox, Rain, RBG, and TBD. The TBDs are from the open bracket, whoever makes it into these pools. Uh, pool B is Lux Gaming, Believe the Hype, Chaotic, TBD. Pool C is Mantra, Divi, Cloud, 8, 80, 20, and TBD. And then we have Pool D, Simplicity, Esports, Infinite, Unlimited, uh, and TBD once again. 
So for our topic six tournament results, there are no tournament results to talk about today. We uh, we don't have any recent tournaments. We will have some new results coming up, though. Our upcoming tournaments are November 15th to 17th, DreamHack Atlanta. Of course, that's the big one. And then Sunday on the 17th is a NorCal Halo CE San Fran LAN at the uh, Emporium SF. So if you're in uh, NorCal, you want to you know, get, you know, get some Halo CE action going on Sunday, feel free to do so. That is an event that we have going on. So everything... That, uh, that you heard here in the news can all be seen on noobcombo.com, guys. All these details uh, are present there. You can go check that out and find out more. Let's get into today's interview, our predictions, our DreamHack Atlanta pre-show with Onset. Onset. God damn, I got right to the end of it, and then I botched your name. That's fine. Don't worry, I've been called worse things. <laughs> like, trust me, I've had what have Matt, you been Matt Hatchet. I've had Mark uh, Thatcher. I've had uh, Offset. You can imagine all the jokes I get about that. Um, Offset. Oh. Yeah. It's like all the Call of Duty guys, when I cast it with them, every time I walked into a room, it was Offset! Woo! And I'm like, yeah. oh, my like, it's Onset. You know this. Anyway, how are That's you, mate? Fun. You right? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm really good. I'm really good. I had a good week uh, away in Bucharest doing some FIFA. Yeah. And super excited to uh, come and visit your wonderful lands and over in North America and yeah, that's him. I'm not sure if uh, if John grabbed it. I actually caught it, got a link to that that tweet uh, that you were over in Bucharest, and maybe maybe he can get the little photo of it. But I don't. There it is, right there. You tweeted about it. That must be pretty exciting going over to to Romania to talk uh, FIFA. I guess right. Is that like a, how long are you out there doing that? Uh, I was out there for about a week or so. Uh, it was the first major of the year. Um, we've been in Bucharest for FIFA a lot in the last twelve months or so, like a lot. Um, okay. And we're going to be back there next week after i get back from uh, atlanta right so you're super busy uh and it was really good like it was an amazing tournament um kid called tex won the tournament again he's just a freak and uh yeah but halo is what we're here to talk about Let's talk of course about yeah he's just done i'm out of I'm back home <laughs> no that's good that you're moving around a lot though that's incredible like, to go to from romania to north america i'll be seeing you soon and then back to romania that's that's uh yeah pretty unbelievable but like you said, we're talking about Halo. We've got our announcement post for all of the uh, the casters, the uh, the talent that's going to show up at the event. I think we have that somewhere that we can we can post as well. But pretty exciting. Uh, in the meantime, we have Twitch Rivals that's currently happening right now. And I'm sorry, uh, Mark, I've taken you away from. You're probably watching Twi Twitch Rivals in the background, that's or you're currently anything yeah. for you, Alex. Anything oh, for you, buddy. <laughs> thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> we're we're both kind of making sacrifices here because I was watching it as well, and it's pretty exciting. Like, what what do you think? Have you ever seen? Twitch Rivals before? Uh, yeah, I've watched Twitch Rivals. Um, obviously, I do some Apex work as well. Um, I'm a big right. fan of that game. So uh, they have they've had Apex on there quite a lot, um, and it's a really fun way to present a game to a new audience, uh, especially on PC with Reach as well. We've got a lot of awesome people like Summit involved, uh, and it's also great for like the people who. I've been playing the game for years and years and years, have an opportunity to have a little bit of fun. I know there's a competitive element to it and there's quite a lot of money on the line, but yeah. it's a great shot window to show a game that we all know and we all love and we've played for so many years uh, to people who haven't seen it before. And that PC community, it's a good way of kind of giving them a warm embrace towards Halo, just sort of introducing them and saying, hey, look, this is a fun yeah. game, you should try it out. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think it's such a great way to showcase the action. We were talking about this. They got the one central stream and then 16 other POVs. Yeah. You can jump around yourself or you can just, you know, watch the central broadcast. And and like you said, Summit is playing it as well. And Summit, uh, of course, a Halo fan. The guy currently has, I think, like Huge 15. Halo fan. 
yeah, yeah, 15K viewers or something right now, which is super exciting. Have you been watching any of his stream, kind of like his thoughts of the game so far? Have you? Yeah, I mean, I've been watching the man pick up one of these. I don't know. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's only in. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's not. No, there's a few people who are using mouse and keyboard. There's a few. Okay. And I think, I'm pretty much sure that Giggs is using it. I might have to confirm okay. that. But um, yeah, I, I want to know if Hysteria is using it as well. Because obviously he's been playing. I think he's probably forgotten what a controller is these days. But um, he might yeah. be playing with mouse and keyboard because he's obviously insane at Fortnite and other games. Right. So um, yeah, but it just looks, it looks fun. It looks super fun. As I say, it's a great shop window for people to watch Halo and enjoy Halo and have a bit of fun. And yeah, I hopefully... It's a good way. I think the good thing about Twitch Rivals is the fact that it's something that a lot of new games are kind of indulging in, and it's something that they present, and it it presents it Halo to the right audience, right? We're doing something that other esports titles are doing, that other fun games are doing, and it doesn't feel like we're kind of chasing the curve like we have right. maybe for a few years. It's kind of like, hey, look, we're doing what everyone else is doing at the moment. We're, we want to be relevant. We want to be in front of people, and uh, it's a smart thing to do. Yeah, we, we do kind of have to get out of this, like, uh, when the host introduced the game, he's like, oh, it's it's nice to finally go back to Halo. You know, the, the old big daddy, like, you know, way back in the day or whatever. is It would be nice to get out of that that kind of niche, oh, yeah. like, category that we're in where we're, like, the old guys, you know, like, and just kind of start to, to make a new wave to, you know, to, to innovate again. And, and hopefully that starts to happen. But like, like you said, it's nice to to have us being presented in this way instead of kind of chasing and you know, being being one of these these titans again is, is really what we need here. Um, I don't know if you were listening to the host as well. Did you hear him hint at the possibility of having other Halo games? What do you think of that? Starting with Reach and then I guess one, two, three, four, uh, all the way through. Um, I'm fine apart from everything that you just, with everything you said apart from Except the last before. couple of words. <laughs> but, you know, we'll just kind of gloss I over that I hesitated a bit when I said it. I was like... Um, I mean, yeah. my views on Halo 4 are fairly... Fairly obvious. Um, but it, again, it's fun, isn't it? You know, it's the opportunity, yeah. again, to broadcast all of these games, all this wonderful collection of Halo that we've all played. That and it, and it is the old school, right? It is the game that everyone played when they were growing up. All these huge content creators, they 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 lived on Halo. They, they got introduced Definitely. to gaming with Halo. And to go back through memory lane, especially at this time as well, we've got obviously so such a such a big couple of years ahead for Halo. Yeah. Building this little foundation here, setting these little you know stones towards Infinite is such a smart way to turn back people back onto Halo that might have kind of disappeared a little bit in the past. And then when Infinite drops, those people are going to have their interest peaked. So it's, uh, as I say, just smart decisions. You think 2020 is the year of Halo? You think it's going to happen? I, I hope we, so. I hope We've so. waited <laughs> long enough. We? Come on, let's, we're, have, a good, hoping, let's have a big year. I, 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 yeah. I know that with the roadmap that we had uh, you know, revealed and yeah, I've got a really positive feeling about Halo in 2020. Um, I think everyone's cusping, you know, on the cusp of breaking down because we haven't had a new game for so right. long. But when it comes, the excitement's there. Everyone yeah. wants to play a new Halo game. Everyone wants to get their teeth into it. And we want to see competition again. We want to see that first few events where you don't know what's going to happen, where it's carnage and you're seeing this new stuff and this new meta and the meta develop and all, all the fun stuff that we haven't been able to do for so long. Some uh, new rivalries too. Would yeah. be nice. I, I'm tired of the old like snipe down. They're still pushing the snipe down lethal rivalry. Is this a thing? We've got nothing else, have we? Like, <laughs> have anything We've else? Nothing. Well, I mean, nothing. should we start? I'll tell you what, shall we? We're going to start a rivalry on the desk. It's going to be yeah, me versus. I don't know how we're going to do it. <laughs> I think you're too nice, and I think I'm too nice. So uh -huh. I don't know. We'll, we'll work work out a way. I I don't know. This event's going to be interesting. Do you know my role? 
for the event. It doesn't say the so whole announcement. I, I'm hosting. Yeah. Hey. I, I, I have never hosted. I, first of all, I, I love Lottie. I think she's amazing. And it's only, she's only I'm here because she couldn't make it, apparently. Yeah. But the whole dynamic is going to be interesting. Like, uh, I, I, what I'm hoping is we just have some amazing, super nerdy, in-depth Halo discussions on the desk that we may not otherwise have or something. But I uh, mean, you got four nerds with you, so don't worry about it. <laughs> just mate, just I got, don't take good options. Yeah. Am I allowed to swear on here? Just yeah, very, like one word. Just don't take any shit from Wes. All right, that's all I'll say. Just like put, keep him in his place, and I'll help you along the way. It's fine. You'll, you'll be the first one to accidentally swear, probably on the broadcast. The same thing he did last time. Literally Friday, I think it was like three, three, two, three hours in, and he said, uh, he said fucking or some or shit. Or, I don't know. He, he threw it out on Friday. Sounds like Wes. Just got started. <laughs> he actually came around later uh, afterwards. He regretted. That's the thing about swearing on the the broadcast. Is like I always. It sounds good in the moment, and then you're like, shoot, I, I probably shouldn't have done that. It's uh. Anyway, we're getting off the rails here. Uh, I heard you mention 12-month roadmap as well. What did you think of, of that recent announcement? Like, I, I know we didn't get any, you know, proper information on what's happening, with, let's say, Reach or, or, or a specific tournament, but we got this kind of a promise, uh, a plan to make a plan, this this whole 12-month schedule. Uh, what did you think of these little pillars that we kind of identified last week and everything? I think if we keep everything in perspective, which is difficult to do because we're obviously all clambering for any information we can get either on the game, on tournaments, whatever it is, that is such a huge announcement to come out with at this stage yeah. with Halo Infinite still so far away. You know, the fact that they're committing to a year-long program is... Uh, we could break down to a few little things. The first thing is, sure. for players, for spectators, for orgs, everyone, that is such a vital thing for them to plan around. It means that, you know, players know they have a year of competition already in the books where they can earn their money. That's players who might want to come into Halo as well. See, hey, this roadmap, I can play for 12 months here and I can get really involved and invested with it. Um, but even like on our side as well, like knowing as a professional who, you know, has to make money and has to has a job to do, knowing that there's a potential right. like for all these events as well is fantastic. Yeah. And and there's also the, uh, the announcement that they're looking to focus on other regions as well and build those regions. I mean, yeah. from an announcement this far out, I don't think anyone really could have asked for any more. Like, if you look into the logistics of, they're not going to come out and say, the first event is here. You know right. what I mean? Well, we're so or here's some gameplay or something. Or, exactly. Yeah, like, that, that's it, not, yeah. not yeah. going to happen. Like, we all know that it's not going to yeah. happen. But yeah. I think now that everyone's had a few days or weeks, or I can't remember how long it was ago now, to sort of digest that information, there is so much in that post to talk about that I could sit here and, and talk about it for another three hours, but I don't know yeah. if we've got time for that. So. I mean, I tried to Itachi, but it's hard to, to pick his brain on anything beyond the words on the page, literally. It's just so you're gonna state get them in different words. It's like, yeah, it's all I can expect. Uh, but you're right, though. I, I mean, if you look through all of those pillars, I think each one of those those core focuses, are, what, what they're focusing on, essentially, is exactly what we're asking for, right? It's every single problem that we've had with Halo over the years as far as structure, as far as, you know, region representation, you know, all of these different issues that we need to, need to have solved. And they're telling us that, that these are their core priorities going forward. So it's really, they have to follow through. If they follow through, though, I don't see how Halo could fail, honestly. Like, I... It just it it you know it better it better work out, man. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. it. Will. I think it yeah, yeah. It's a it's a hell of a roadmap. It's a hell of a promise, and uh, and the ball's starting to roll now. We've got Twitch rivals, and hopefully more and more starts to happen uh, after Atlanta. We'll we'll see how that goes. Now, of course, Atlanta is is our next big event here. I feel like Atlanta's kind of getting swept under the rug a little bit with the whole Twitch rivals and everything going on here. I wanna I wanna kind of bring it back. I wanna talk about these rosters. Uh, have you seen them all? 
Do you have a link to them all? Because I have a, I have. a link. You have it? I've got it right in front of me. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, good. Because I, I have a link on, on Noob Combo of all of them, like like top 12 seeds with all yep. four players in each team. You got that? Okay. Yeah. All right, sweet. Um, how should we do this? We could literally just break down each team one at a time and kind of take a look and, and see what you think of these squads. Any like big changes, stuff like that. Uh, of course, on the top here, I see Tox and Lux. These are kind of the, the two dominant squads that haven't changed. Not too much to say other than I feel like they're probably going to maintain their position in one and two. Tox, especially just being dominant year over year, that that that's the expected position for them. Lux, I feel like they would follow suit. Um, but then we have some interesting, you know, results going down the the roster. The first one is Mantra, Eco, I got your pistola, Ace, and Snipe down. What do you think of this setup right here? I mean, all phenomenal players. You've got a good balance of players on that team as well. Um, yeah. And it's good to see those players still have the drive to come out and compete, you know, because you've seen like some Royal Lunchbox kind of go, okay, we've we've done our thing now. We're going to just take another little step back. But you've still got Eco, Pistola, Ace, Snipe down. I mean, Snipe down's been grinding Apex as well. Attended That's the thing. Yeah. But they all still have that drive to get here to the tournament and compete and show how good they are. And you look at that roster on their top form, they're a potential tournament winning roster, right? It's just a case of can they mesh? Can they find that little bit of something they need to to go all the way? And they just need a big win. If they can take down Lux Gaming or Tox Gaming early on in the tournament, send them to, to the loser's bracket, then there's no reason they can't win a tournament. Yeah, definitely. Now, th there is one change in this roster from last time. We had Frosty previously, and then Ace has taken Frosty's place. Do you think this improves the roster or the other way around? What do you what do you think trading out Frosty for Ace? That's a tough question, isn't it? Someone's getting thrown under the bus. Um, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good middle road answer. I, I'm, <laughs> trying to, I'm going to be honest. I, yeah. I think Frosty, even now, is she's a phenomenal Halo yeah. player, one of the best. Yeah. Even You saw what he did. Uh, back at the last event and everyone was like oh my god like we didn't expect this from frosty even though it's frosty because everyone was like what's he gonna be like on halo 3 is he gonna be as with just like right the dude was unbelievable arguably the, one of the probably the best standout player at the tournament if you want to take one player away that you're like oh you my god like the last dream hack the last dream the hack last sure. dream hack yeah i'm talking yeah, about so the not the hack. not the previous event but right he was unbelievable but ace is an amazing player in his in his own right yeah but I am going to say, and I'm sorry, Ace, I love you, Aaron, but, you know, I, I think it's maybe a little bit of a downgrade, which is crazy to say because the guys are Halo, uh, Halo 4 global champion. So, yeah, no, Frosty's it makes, really good, right? It's crazy. I, I the, the talent that Frosty has is pretty unbelievable, considering the fact that he's way less practice at this point. He just kind of jumps in and, and he, it just works for him at all clicks. And I was even watching, uh, I don't know if you ever watched Paradise Halo. They have these really high quality uh, videos, but my buddy Callus had broken down this like macro play where narrows had been split in different directions and whatnot. And the game was literally saved by Frosty. Like he's just so aware that he managed to grab these final two kills and clutch it out. And it was a really well explained play, but yeah, just the man, just he's pretty unbelievable he's, at the same time. Sorry. He's the that? kind of player who I always think the best players in the world are the ones that you struggle to find mistakes. And when they do make a mistake, you are shocked that they made a mistake. Like right. Frosty's one of those, like when's the last time you're like, Oh my God, that was such a bad play by Frosty or, yeah. you know, he didn't hit that <laughs> shot when he had to like, yeah, he, I can't actually yeah. think of a circumstance where that's happened. So he's just, good point. He's, he's a freak, man. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, at the same time though, if I look at this team, I feel like ACE is actually the most well-practiced though. I feel like he puts in the most work out of all four of the members here. So you would think like based off of practice, he'd be very well, I'm sure he's very well prepared for this, but I, I wonder how it'll play out. I don't know how ACE meshes with 
Like, is he, I'm sure they're all close with each other. They've all played with each other before, but I feel like the frosty eco duo was a pretty strong duo. I wonder how that'll, you know, how that'll transpire with, uh, Ace and Eco, and then you have Snipe Down and Ola. I'm not sure how much he's grinding in the background, but Snipe Down, like you said, he's playing Apex. Uh, and Matty Rums, I talked to him before this. Uh, he said that Snipe Down actually hasn't played with the team at all. I don't think he's barely practiced with them on Twitch. He's actually been having a stand-in. Trunks has been performing in his absence, and they still hit this third place, I think, with Trunks. Um, but damn, you know. So I and I, it's Snipe Down. Like once again, we're we're looking at a, a champion, so uh, they could probably still pull it out. I mean, despite this similar kind of situation in the last tournament, they got second place still. So, you know, expecting good things. But uh, but they're they're not. You know, most of them aren't too well practiced. They don't seem as focused uh, as they they might otherwise be. So, that I mean, Snipe Down's also. You, the thing is, if we're saying this about a game like that's been out for six months or a year, right, then that's sure. a concern, right? But I mean, Snipe Down's been playing this game for twelve years. Yeah, and. Yeah. If you're not able to jump in and out of something you've been doing for two, like you're not going to get back on a bike and forget how to ride a bike, sure, because that would be really weird. Yeah. But like he's just he doesn't the way that he plays as well. I think it just takes him a little bit of time to just maybe warm up, but he'll be fine. There's there's no he's still snipe down. He won't be like a shadow of snipe down. He's still going to yeah. be a force yeah. to be reckoned with. That's what I was thinking is maybe all he needs is just pools in the morning to warm up, and then you know he's good to go. Um, the next team I got here is Simplicity Esports. This was previously Aspire, Straight Sick, Ares, Fantasy, and Shelly. They had a bit of an interesting run recently. Do you think they could maybe do better this time around, uh, I, currently in the fourth seed? A lot of talent on that team. I think they were, this particular lineup was the same lineup as yep. back Atlantic in City. Atlantic City. Yeah. Yep. So they showed what they could do there. Um, a lot of it will come down to, I think, just individual plays. There's a lot of a lot of the players on this team have the ability to make huge individual plays, and Ares is kind of the glue. He kind mm -hmm. of the does it all kind of thing. But uh, Fantasy, especially, is just such a fun player to watch. Like it, he's he's yeah. one of those players who, if I'm teaming with him, like would annoy me because like I'm seeing him like it like half shields challenging someone with a sniper. Yeah. I'm like that that's a bad play because I don't right. hit that shot in my head. If I do that, I'm making a bad play, but. He does it so consistently that it's like you just expect him to make plays, right? He's just absolutely insane. And yeah, I think Shelly is one of the most consistent players we have as well. Um, and a lot comes down to Ares as well and that kind of leadership that he brings. He's a super good communicator. Um, and also he is literally the king of power-ups. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him with a lot of overshields this tournament. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be a well-coordinated team. Uh, like you said about fantasy, he's damn incredible, man. He's pretty scary when he goes off. And and also about those plays, like I, I was, I had Gabriel on uh, just recently, and he was kind of laying it into him, saying that fantasy makes all these like questionable plays that he shouldn't be making. And it's you're right, it's it's because he he's he's and he does, <laughs> but he is so talented that he gets away with it. Like I remember I was casting him, and I watched him get this crazy headshot going up the lift on construct and then line it up and it would do, like the sickest double like it, it's the man blew my mind he doesn't one of these players right who's like if he if he makes that play and he doesn't hit the shot like yeah. he screws his team like he waves, does it, yeah. like yeah he, like, <laughs> he'll, he'll give away a power weapon in a really important position or right you know he'll, he won't give his team the spawns that looking for but he just pulls it off he reminds me a little bit of frosty sometimes in halo 5 how brad used to just go you'd be like what are you doing and then you'd be like ah <laughs> like that's what you're doing you know what i mean like it was yeah he has that just magical ability to do something that others can't. So he's yeah. always, he's one of my favorite players to watch. 
Definitely, definitely. And it does feel like on this roster, he's got more freedom to kind of make those plays than he did previously. So hopefully that's a good thing for this team and it gives them some consistency going forward. But um, I know they were the one team that was able to pretty definitively beat Talks, but then they lost to Fatal Ambition and they lost early on as well. I think they lost to like, maybe not Mantra. What was like, I think they lost like Shotzi's team or something like that early yeah. on. So they struggled with other teams, but they beat Talks. So they have this weird kind of ability to take on one of the best, most dominant teams in the league, but they were struggling against other, you know. I think it's uh, a little bit of complacency combos. sometimes. Like some teams uh, get ahead of themselves. They're like, oh, this is the team we need to beat to be beat a tournament. And then they take their eye off the ball. And you can't do that. Like If you yeah. go in a five-game series, you lose the first game. You've only got a couple of games in the bank. Like then the other team gets hyped. And I think they're a little bit guilty of that sometimes. They kind of overlook their opposition instead of playing the right. Like Tox never do that, right? Tox play first yeah. round in pools against an open bracket team. And we'll play like it's the grand final. Like, yeah. And they need to take that mentality on, I think, and just put that into their game and they'll be they'll be fine. They're super talented. That I, that has to be one of the reasons why Tox is so dominant, apart from just being talented players, is they do actually face every single match like it's the most important match. Like it it's this yeah. they have this like kind of selflessness to them where they never feel like they're like they know they they win, but they don't they don't act like they do, you know, like they're winners or champions or whatever. More so it's like just ruthless. Like whoever yeah. they're playing, they don't care. Like if they're playing yeah. a couple of ten year olds, like they're they're gonna Take be in seriously 50, 50 zero. Like and they're gonna be like, <laughs> What do you yeah. expect for the best? How bad can we win? I mean, you know, we're gonna win, but how 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 perfect yeah. can we play this game? Um, yeah. Next up we got Infinite, and uh we've got commonly Boo Boo Doo Trippy and Tusk. Seems like Infinite is the uh the brand that picks up all the young, talented players. Because previously we had the the Shotzi, Fallicated, those guys on there. Now we've got Connelly, Boo Boo, Trippy, Tusk, uh, all very great players. What do you think of this roster here? Again, it's it's a talented roster. I wonder how much um, practice has gone in in this particular roster. But Connelly is always a player who I feel doesn't get enough credit for the work that he does um, because. He is in, in Halo Three. I always feel like there's one player who is who is a playmaker on your team who's willing to take a risk to either uh, orchestrate a push or make a distraction or, or basically allow your team to advance to either do an objective or take over a power position on a map. Okay, and he's so good at doing that and staying alive and doing damage while he does it that it sometimes doesn't show in statistics at the end, and it's one of those where I'm like. Oh, you know, people will be like, oh, you can say that he does all this stuff, but, you know, he he's always doing that, like not putting in numbers into a performance, for example. But like, yeah. he is unbelievable when you're watching him and the dis amount of decisions that he makes. And I think every player who plays alongside Comedy looks better because they're playing alongside Comedy. He creates opportunities for his team. And someone right. like Booby Dooboo and Trippy, like, that's gold dust because he's just going to allow them to. To yeah. relax and, and play their game and i love watching comedy play especially on game types like pit flag when he's last one alive he's one of the most difficult players to deal with like he buys time so well commonly yeah. like in anything he's doing so yeah. love watching them play yeah i'm i'm curious to see this roster i i've got this feeling though that they're they kind of remind me of fatal ambition from uh atlantic city i got this feeling they're going to come out hot like Friday, Saturday, start mopping people up, but then they're going to lose steam. Like one of those teams that for whatever reason, I just, I don't know, I don't, I don't see them in that top two spot, but they're all talented enough to get there. But I don't know if they, I don't know if they have that X factor. I don't know what it is. It's, I uh, know what you mean. There's, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of Maybe. tournament. I don't think there's any tournament wins between those four players, is there? Oh, Booby uh, apart from possibly. Trippy having the 2v2, the, the Trippy and Penguin with the 2v2, which was dominant, but it's different. This is different. 
Yeah, like if you're um, if you're going raw gun skill with all four of these guys, they're crazy. But yeah, just they're when it comes to like team dynamic going up against like a snake bite lethal or you got your your lux gaming uh with all of the the champions they have under their the championships they have under their belt and whatnot it's yeah, it's it's hard to say for sure um divi cloud is the next one at number six here is dragonite neighbor fallicated and sab and interesting seeing neighbor on the roster apparently he had i heard he stopped he wasn't going to play anymore and then he got this last second they offered to, to bring him on the team pay for everything and he's like sure why not uh, so I wish, so well, I wish players would stop doing is saying they're retiring. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you can't do that if you're just going to wasn't come back. wasn't Royal Lunchbox retired a little bit ago? Like, when, yeah, no, uh, there wasn't neighbor yeah. retirement. Navy was retired. Like, yeah, you're not yeah, retired. Yeah. You just don't play for a bit. Just don't say you're retired. Like, you're going to come back. You're going to play at a tournament. Like, just stop, stop pulling the wool over our eyes. We're cleverer than that. But uh, yeah, obviously, good to see neighbor back. Obviously, he's a, he's yeah. a fantastic human being and again dragonite i don't know too much about i haven't seen him play at a tournament right. so i'm gonna be like straight up about that i'm looking forward to seeing him play what he can bring to the roster yeah. uh falcated uh one of the most consistent shots that you'll see sabinator he's been grinding a lot of halo 3 um so yeah it's it doesn't look like a, a crazy strong lineup maybe that's like one of the teams that some of the lower seeds will be thinking maybe we can take a take a series off but sure again you've got players who can pop off on that team so yeah we'll have to see i think around six or six top eight which should be pretty consistent for them yeah top eight makes sense yeah you're right i haven't seen dragonite at all uh neighbor of course falcade same same they're all really great players uh i do feel like i yeah like i haven't seen them play together i feel like it's a very recently kind of created uh team i have no idea what their chemistry is going to look like we're gonna have to find out in atlanta but yeah just like you said i i don't see anything uh like beyond if they get top four i think it'd be kind of surprising for me personally yeah. um I believe the hype which is cool to see i believe the hype so i'm assuming uh you know that's that's the actual believe the hype branding they're going with uh you got hypnotic cloud demon d and sorrel sorrel uh what do you think of that uh cloud and demon d obviously those two carrying the believe the hype yeah. name from the there you go snow champ winning team uh back on halo 3 so those guys yeah. know how to get it done on halo 3 as we all know but mm -hmm. again a couple of names that i'm not particularly for familiar with sorrel yeah no idea sorry yeah. no idea never seen him play hypnotic i've seen some gameplay of and he's obviously a talented enough player to be playing alongside cloud and demon d so uh, again it, the thing i love about rosters like this like i don't know who sorrel is right and there's a yeah. reason that someone like demon d and cloud are playing with them and i i keep looking ahead to infinite and i'm really guilty of this because uh -huh. it's these kind of players that when a new game drops all of a sudden we're like whoa look at this guy like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's he's a, he's a fantastic new player. Like, right. he could he could be a Shotzi. He could be a, a Frosty. You know, yeah, these kind yeah. of players. So uh, these are the, the players that are always interesting to watch and will definitely be pushing to get some of their POV when we see some of their series just to see their decision-making and, yeah. you know, how, how good they are. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, it's a fairly solid roster. There's a lot of experience. There's some new blood in there, which is always an interesting mix. Um mm -hmm. But maybe not, I don't think they're near that sort of top four. Honestly. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like like you said, there's a lot of unknown factors. Like if I go down the rest of this list here, like I, I see some pretty solid names. But yeah, more kind of like question marks are raised uh, on whether or not these players uh, like they have. They must be great because they're teaming with other great players, but they haven't quite proven themselves in that way. And that's a good point about uh, Infinite is just, you know, that the work ethic that these players have grinding through Halo 3, getting as good as they can, applying that to the next game, I think will be incredible. I'm sure we'll see some of these names start to, uh, you know, come up into the spotlight uh, quite a bit more. But yeah, 
Uh, and even just going down the, re the rest of the list here, we've got Rain, which I recognize all these names, actually. Uh, Hunter JJX, Alumni. Oh, oh, yeah, Marcus. Marcus good to see him there. Even Hoax was in here as well, which is great. Uh, and Frosty the Truth and Zerka. And Zerka, a really talented player as well. And this, the one interesting fact about this squad is uh, that Maddie told me, let me bring this up. Uh, he said it was qualifier three. They finished top four in qualifier three. So maybe some upset potential with this squad here. Very talented, uh, very intelligent, uh, very experienced players on this roster. Uh, what do you think? Got excited uh, about one. This is this is a this is a cool <laughs> this is a super cool uh, yeah. roster. The reason that I love Marcus so much is my first ever event uh, that I came over to the states to do. Marcus was one of the first guys that kind of like was happy to like sit down and have a conversation with someone new to the scene, and like yeah. he was just super super respectful guy, um, super nice human being. I was like not a bad bone in his body. Um, and then Zerka's like really solid player. We saw what he did back on the uh, the, the one of the first GMS rosters. Like right. he was, he was really solid in that. And Hunter JJX, I keep going on Twitter. I keep seeing clips, craziest clips. Yeah, from Hunter JJX. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if yeah. you can do that on land and get some yes. very good players, good. I'm interested. I'm buying into you. Okay, so let's see what your stock's like at a tournament. I'm interested. Yeah, I am literally just going off the 100 JJX uh, Twitter clips is is where I'm getting all the information from, like how good he is as a player. We'll see. We'll see how it goes for sure. Uh, I agree with you on alumni. Uh, not only is he an intelligent, talented player, but he's a great guy to talk to. He's he's like he's so easy to talk to. I don't know. He was one of the, the people that you can approach and like get to know as opposed to other players where it's kind of harder to, to break the ice. But but with alumni, it's never a problem. Uh and then we have the two European squads here, which I feel like they could definitely do, especially uh, with Jimbo, Haller, Snakey, Snipe Drone. I feel like they could do better than they're in the 10th seed right now. So we've got Chaotic, RBG. Uh, if you see these here, you've got RBG Display, Sargoth, Stormy, Squally. Uh, do you know these European players very well? What do you think uh, about uh, Squally, I know. Sargoth is an American player. I think Display and Storm, Stormy are as well. Oh, because it's a bit of a mix, mix here. My bad. I, okay. might, I might be wrong on that, but Squally, he's a decent player. He he was never really at the top, top tier mm. of European Halo, but um, one of those kind of individually talented players who grinds the game a lot. So good to see him get that opportunity. But Jimbo Holler, Snakey, Snipe Drone. That's a good squad. It's kind of the yeah, it's a good squad. It's the roundabout European Halo. You always see like the same names just on yeah. different rosters. I don't know how much they've been playing. I don't yeah. know how much they've been practicing. Um, but there's a lot of talent on there. I just I always find it funny when I see Hollers because Hollers is like a, an amazing player now. Uh -huh. um, but back when we were all playing Halo Three, uh, sort of in the old days, his gamer tag was Jake so nasty. Okay. And he was like a 49 in the playlist forever. And it was like a joke about uh, like if you went against him, it was like easy win. But like he's amazing now. Like genuinely amazing. He was a standout. Like, this is at, 10 uh, years ago. Like, yeah, right, right, right. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things I wasn't very good at 10 years ago. <laughs> um and he's like awesome now. Uh Snakey's what super, super consistent. Snipe drone, we know what he can do, and Jimbo, we know what he right. can do as well. I think they'll be looking for top six. I yeah. think that's what they'll be aiming for. Um, if they get it, that'd be amazing. Um and I will be incredibly unbiased on the uh, on the desk if that does happen, of course. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I only uh, know that they they struggle with uh, just its practice is the difficulty, right? Like the latency. It's always the case. They, always they the probably case don't get to scrim any of the NA teams at all, I, I imagine, as well. They just kind of got to go in face value on these uh, qualifiers and hope for the best. So, yeah. But uh, but definitely, like you said, the talent's there. Hollers was a standout at Face It. I didn't really know who he was, and then all of a sudden he yeah. saved. He was saving the game in in uh, in those last couple of matches there. So he was he was pretty incredible. Uh, and then we got two more on the bottom here. We got eighty twenty uh, with Riot Shock Hoaxer. There he is, uh, Kraken and Eli Elite. I recognize Eli Elite as well. 
Uh, and then in the bottom, unlimited piles, uh, Rowan, Rob the Turtle, and Paradigm. Um, I'm sure these are very talented players. Whether or not they can get past their current seedings remains to be seen. I'm not sure. I know I know Hoaxer was in the last one in Atlantic City. They struggled, though. He had a slightly different roster, and I think they were they ended up at dead last there, which is uh, a little unfortunate. Not enough, not enough maps of a carbine on for Hoaxer. That's what it really was. Again, <laughs> right. carbine is game and over. Elbow. Carbine, elbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his thing, apparently. Um, but yeah, that's what we've got for our top 12 seeds. They have been split up into different pools, and then each pool, of course, has a TBD slot for the uh, the open bracket, whoever makes it up into these uh, these pools here. Um, but ultimately, I don't I don't think whoever makes it into the pools will upset any of these dominant teams. You've got Pool A, Tox Gaming, Rain, RBG. Pool B is Lux, Believe the Hype, Chaotic. Pool C, Team Mantra, Divi, Cloud, 80-20. And then you've got Pool D, Simplicity, Esports, Infinite, and Unlimited. Uh, any any crazy pools here? Something that you're looking forward to uh, to casting? Break it down the desk with me. Um, I'm looking across them now. Um, I mean, I don't think there's going to be... I think you're looking at Pool D, maybe is the one that will have a really, really interesting series between Simplicity, Simplicity. and Infinite. There you go, yeah. Um, Maybe Lux versus Chaotic as well might be very interesting. The Europeans going up against you know one of the best teams that we have on Halo Three at the moment. It's always interesting to see kind of how they get on if they can raise their game to to really challenge them. But I think Pool A looks fairly comfortable for Tox. I mean, it, very comfortable for Tox. When does it? When does it not? And uh, yeah, I think that Pool D is the kind of the the most interesting one to watch as far as mm. tight competitive games are concerned. That's kind of That'll, that'll set a standard, I think. But the thing is, as well, when you have two teams that are super tight in a pool, when they come out of that pool, they're playing at a certain level, right? They're playing, right. At, they're being forced to play at that high level. So if they go into bracket play the next day, having been challenged, having been pushed, if they take on someone like Tox, who's had an easy day one, they can catch them off guard. Good point. So, yeah, good practice for these guys. Especially, yeah, like you said, for Simplicity Infinite, if they can get through that and win those really close, intense matches uh, early on and get some of that momentum. Um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, all the the rosters that we have here. Do you think the order of seeding is is going to be kind of the order of the final results, or, or do you think something's going to change around? Or is there a team with like incredible upset potential here that it may not show on the on the board? I think it's going to be. Close. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's a yeah. pretty good layout of how you would imagine looking at the teams, experience, uh -huh. mix of players, etc. Uh, I think the only one that maybe might be able to push their way up, but genuinely, and I'm not just saying this, might be the European team. Um, right. Right. They could force their way into the top eight, top six. Chaotic, yeah? Yeah, if they, it's just how they play on the day. Um, if they get yeah. rolling and their chemistry is good. I think they've been trying to scrim against some North American teams on their on their, on their their hosts. Uh -huh. So they're trying to do the right things, and they're, tr they're trying to, you know, make sure they give themselves the best possible chance. So always yeah. rooting for my boys, you know? Yeah, no, I feel it. I agree with you, though. I think Chaotic is is one of the teams that can get from 10 to at least maybe the top six. Um, I was thinking Infinite might be like a good upset squad, potentially, because they got so much young talent yeah. on here. Uh, yeah, like you could see them go any any which way, right? Like, I, I feel like they'll start out hot. If they can carry it, then, you know, great. Um, I wonder if Lux Gaming will maintain the dominating, you know, just run that they had in that last tournament. They actually never got to face talks. Very curious to see how that plays out, because they didn't they didn't play each other. Uh, that's definitely going to happen, I assume, this time around. Um, but yeah, they kind of came out of nowhere. Like I know they're very talented players, but just to be that dominant still surprised me uh, to this day. So curious to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I think everything is kind of set out pretty co correctly. Other than that, I don't see anything that's. Uh, I think Tox had a little bit of a 
they always get a little bit of a wake-up call, which is a scary thing whenever they lose a tournament. However big the tournament is, wherever it is, and whatever's on the line. And I don't think they like losing. So you've seen they've all been playing a lot more than they did, I think, before the last tournament, mm-hmm. which indicates to me that they are not prepared to take another second place, so we say. So yes, uh, yes. I get the feeling that if Lux play them, they'll be looking to sort of reassert their dominance and just remind them exactly who they are. So that's that'll be a fun series if it happens. Yeah, looking forward to seeing it. Um, but that's everything I got for these uh, these rosters today. Uh, what's next, do you think? We've got Atlanta. We got no announcements of future events. We got these Twitch rival tournaments with the hope of more Twitch rivals in different games. Any any predictions on anything coming up? Uh, Looking for my crystal ball. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't. Come on, I just give me. Some I have money. no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I know as much as you do. I know. I wish I, I wish I had somebody with some foresight here, so I could. Um, I, could just I don't know. know. I think I think what's to. what I would like to see is a pc tournament that's what i'd yeah. like to see yeah and i know that PC might upset players. yeah that goes i don't like i don't mind if people i don't i'm not even bothered about that if people want to play plug a controller in best of luck but like i want to i want to see i want to see some pc players have shroud uh who are the yeah, disrespect a summit here. Halo you know, one, send summit. the cash. Give them my money. You know, get them <laughs> here. I'm sure. I'm sure they love Halo that much that they will do it for free, right? Um, but it's um, it's we need to garnish that audience. We need to take advantage of the hype that's being, you know, slowly created here. And yeah. everyone's excited for MCC to come and play some old Halo. But it's all about getting that PC market engaged with the Halo franchise and kind of re lighting that flame, so to speak, that everyone kind of has still burning in them somewhere to play Halo for when Infinite drops. Like, all of this needs to have tunnel. It needs to not be wasted energy. It needs to be used in the right way. It needs to be focused in the right way so that we have an end product when Infinite drops. All those PC players are super excited to play. They want to play Halo again. Uh, We've got it in front of those PC players uh, for loads of eyes for PC players who don't know about Halo to come and enjoy it. And all of this needs to be taken advantage of. If we've got MCC there, even if it's an exhibition tournament, even if it's a showcase tournament, it's not an open event. And I know that might frustrate some people with me saying that, but there's a bigger picture here. And this is all working towards Infinite, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. It's great if we have another open event. Of course, events are fantastic for the community. It's always great to get everyone together and play. But I think if we're realistic and honest about where we are at the moment, we're ticking over, right? Okay, we're ticking over until Infinite. So I just want to see every yeah. step that's taken. I'd rather us invest time, effort, and money into what is going to happen when Infinite drops than misplacing some energy into kind of just rolling along into, you know, for the sake of it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I want to see some with decisions made with events or whatever does happen next that looks at that PC market and thinks of ways that we can get them invested in, our, in, our, in the franchise we love. Yeah, I, I don't think it's good enough to just kind of coast and then infinite. You know, you got to make some big, bold plays before that and get people excited, get the ball rolling, get the momentum generated, and then plant the infinite seeds. lands. Plant, plant the plant seeds. seeds. Um, now that I think about it, though, they need to make sure they fix everything and get this game flawless. Oh, yeah. Like, it's playing I mean, perfectly and then put it in the hands of Shroud and Ninja and everybody because right now I think Summit is a really good person to pay attention to. I'm just watching his stream, listening to his opinions on things because when he loves it and he thinks it's perfect, then great. Then you you can put it on the lap of another PC player who may not be as much of a diehard Halo fan, and they might might have some more criticisms because you never want to be in that position where that huge streamer is playing it and complaining about a bunch of stuff. Because then you know what I mean. The, the Halo community will take it off off the wall. So it's got to be it's got to be running flawlessly, 
and yeah, and then give it. I to think them and... it's not even with MCC that, that again that carries over to Infinite as well. We don't oh, we don't sure. want Infinite to drop and there to be the opportunity to for negativity to come towards the game before we've even got rolling again. You know, we want to start off on yeah. the right foot. We need to. That's why, as frustrating as it is that things are taking so long, I'd rather them take. I, I genuinely would rather add another six months onto an infinite release date and have the game perfect out of the box then release it when we're going to release it and there'll be issues like yeah. that's the thing for me that is, and i can't stress how important that is because otherwise all the work all the effort all, everything that goes a week in it's done like people are fickle people yeah. have short attention spans so people there's thousands of other games out there especially now if we want yeah. to if we want to if we want to grab a new audience and people are paying <laughs> Or Halo, like just remember, there's free games out there now as well that people don't have to pay money exactly. for. Yeah, we need to be perfect on launch. Everything needs to be right. And as I say, I'd rather them take Wait, another yeah. six months yeah. when we have infinite. Everyone goes, "Wow, this game plays beautifully. This game is amazing." I'm fine with this for another four years. You know, whatever it is, how right. long it is until Halo Forever or whatever they're going to call it comes out. I mean, so, it is um, infinite, so it's basically already the Halo Forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the last one. It's just going to last forever. So, yeah, they yeah. could add updates to it. I, I have no idea what kind of platform they're trying to build. But you're right. It, it does have to... Like, I kind of... I want to agree with you and say let's wait six months. But then if I'm waiting six months, then what, do they launch it in the summer or something when it's not like the peak time to launch it? So what, do we wait another year? Like, I can't right. wait another year. You know what I mean? I, like, I, obviously, I'm like... <laughs> It better be good when it, it better be good. For my point, it's I'm like I don't want to wait another six months. I'm gonna be pissed yeah. if I wait another six months. But like, it's uh, yeah. I just you want it to be perfect, like running well, and it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever. People don't buy games anymore, do they? Forget it, that. It does suck that we haven't seen anything yet, though. And I, I mean, like it's it's happened before. We've had games that have come out and been amazing. We haven't seen gameplay until maybe the summer beforehand or something. But uh, yeah. I, I think even Halo Five had a winter beta, right? Didn't it have like the the winter beta and then came like they yeah. were they were showing videos video footage of it of the campaign like two years in advance or something so it makes me a little nervous um but i think 343 kind of like oh, that sick you get in your belly when you're like oh god yeah. like what's this gonna be it's like that feeling after an exam like before or after an exam do you know what i mean when you're not yeah. sure yeah. But you think you've done okay, and like it's that horrible nauseating <laughs> feeling. About what, and then someone, one of your friends, comes and goes, "Did you get the paper, uh, the questions on the back of the page?" And you go, <laughs> "No, I didn't realize there was a second page." And uh, no, but it's you know what I mean. It's like that. I think everyone's desperate to see something, yeah. but at the same time, everyone's like, "Please be good." Do you know what I mean? Like it's that thing. Is it's like if we get shown something, and it's like, "What? What is this?" Then it's like, "What do we do then?" So. I think they're just making sure that everything's good, you know, before they show us. They don't want to... The worst thing they could do is show us something, again, that isn't up to standard. Yes, so yeah. I'd rather them take their time and show us something that's sick when they, when they do. Socks off along the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as I end all my episodes these days, I guess we'll have to wait and see is, uh, is the, the, the main comment I got for this. Is we're always waiting and seeing what's going to happen next. But we do have stuff for you guys to watch. We've got Twitch Rivals. I think it's still happening. I'm going to go jump over there is the first thing I'm going to do after this and just watch more of that. Uh, just get the, the ball starting to roll. And, and hopefully that just creates you know, more excitement and opportunities for Halo and bigger events. And, uh, and yeah, like uh, you know, more opportunities for us to sit on the desk and talk about it too. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, so on to, that's everything I got today, man. Thank you so much for joining me on this quick episode and looking forward to seeing you in Atlanta, man. I will see you in a few days. Thank you for everything as always, mate, and uh, have a good evening. No problem. Have a nice evening, man.
All right, guys. All right, guys. That's everything for tonight's episode. Here I am getting all tongue-tied at the end of it, but of course, go make sure to enjoy Twitch Rivals right after this. We'll close off the episode with our merch as well. Make sure to check out the merch here. Everything you purchase here not only supports me, it supports the show as well. And you guys already know I would highly appreciate that. I will see you next week. I believe I'll be coming off of the airplane, getting right back onto this show. We'll be talking about DreamHack Atlanta and all the exciting things that transpire. Make sure to watch me and on set coming up this weekend at DreamHack Atlanta. See you guys next week, though. In the meantime, have a good night.